friends, welcome back to another episode of The Process. If you've stumbled into this part of the Wicked Wild Web, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, This is a space, a place uh, where we share and explore ideas, experiences, uh, habits, routines, processes, I don't know, things that we do on a daily basis that uh, ideally help us become better versions of ourselves, become the best versions of ourselves. Uh, And how we do that is, of course, through just reflecting and thinking back on what it is that makes our clock tick and why it may or may not be beneficial to us in our experience. So today is an interesting one. Today, I would say, is actually the, the element or the piece of the puzzle that really is 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 my core it's it's the piece that allows me to constantly evolve and constantly grow and and find meaning in any and all different aspects of my life and this isn't just exclusive to to one specific domain but any and all of my interests uh it's an important one for me personally because it's it's who i actually share my life and experience with Today, I kind of wanted to reflect and think back on the importance and value of mentorship. What that is, is is really just, I don't know, these are all of the people that have influenced my life in a, an impactful and meaningful way. It's the people that have invested in my story, that shared part of their story. It's It's the people that may or may not even know how important and impactful this was to me and continues to be. And also, it's all the people that I have, of course, imparted some of my experience on their individual story. Uh, it's I say it's one of the most core and important aspects of of, of my process, if you will. Uh, why? I mean, the people are what makes this thing a little bit more enjoyable, and I think that's true for profession, for personal, for individual it's just i've learned that nothing that my highest of highs and my lowest of lows if i think back on what it is and what i was going through and what my uh, thoughts and emotions were at that time the memory is typically clouded with the people that were also involved in the story i don't know if that's that's just based on my bias and my my predisposition to to want to to be around people and go through things with people as a extroverted individual but I think it's more uh, core and primitive in that, I don't know, we're still social creatures at the end of the day. We're still a bunch of monkeys and we're extremely connected to one another more so than we we like to admit or believe. And thinking back and looking at the people in my life, I don't know, I wanted to understand and better see why certain people stick out and certain people are what const- I constantly reflect on and think about anytime I go through a high or a low. Uh, and and I, I boil that down to mentors, and I think mentors come in all different forms and functions, but they they're unique to your experience, and they're unique to yeah, they're just unique to your experience. So they've changed my life, whether they know it or not, and and I encourage and and obviously want to share to to express some semblance of gratitude for these folks, but also to encourage those out there that. Uh, maybe haven't found or stumbled across or even maybe just reflected on the mentors and people in their life just to pay, I don't know if it's homage, but pay respect to the importance uh, of them. So mentorship has changed my life in a few different ways. And I kind of wanted to explore three specific three specific ways today. 
first one being it's allowed me to learn about myself. It's really allowed me to learn more about myself ultimately by just having somebody else beyond me invested in my story and the outcome. It's it's almost as if you've created an extension of your being and you've gotten buy-in beyond just your I was going to say four hands, <laughs> your two hands and and two feet and just your body and soul to to something and somebody else that I mean as a mentor will will care which which is important. The next piece of the puzzle in terms of how mentorship has changed my life and how it continues to change my life is it helps me to stay consistent and it helps me to stay motivated. It helps me to continue to act, if you will. We'll get into how and why, but but ultimately that buy-in from somebody else being invested in your story, I don't know, it's really fucking hard. I'll tell you candidly, when you have your highs and you have your lows in life, some days you don't want to do the things that you believe help you become better. Some days you you want to be lazy. You don't feel yourself. Mentors and and the people in my life and the community around me have helped me to combat some of those emotions and those experiences. And last but certainly not least, I think this is a huge piece of mentorship. And this is, I would say, the last step as far as I know, because still naive and young and learning, but mentorship uh, in terms of self-service and in, in evolving and becoming a mentor yourself, that's the, at least as far as I can see, it's one of the last steps for me right now. But even becoming a mentor yourself, that's helped me become a better mentee uh, and helped me still continue to learn and grow and develop as an individual. So those three things. Getting somebody to invest and buy into your story, staying consistent and motivated, uh, and becoming a mentor yourself. Those three elements or pieces of mentorship, if you will, I think are core to what and why these people have influenced and changed my life. So I guess to give context, what's my journey with mentorship been and how have I even thought about this? And I don't know, I tried to go back to, to day one and I don't know if I, and I don't know. I know everybody can't relate or might have a similar experience, but obviously some of your first mentors can be your family, your friends, actually before friends, your family, if you're as, as blessed in that regard. Uh, and I guess to also give context, how am I defining mentorship or a mentor? Uh, it's an experienced and trusted advisor that that teaches or gives you advice. Again, I think that's reflective of the most important thing in my life is the people within it. Uh, these, have, these have been people that have uh, influenced the way I act, think, behave, uh, and interact with this world. And there's a few key words there, right? It's an experience and trusted advisor. Experience and trust. In experience, ideally you're looking for somebody that has uh, maybe gone through something similar to what you're experiencing, and you trust them in so far as you know a little bit about them uh, to the point that you feel as if their insight and their words or consult may allow you to better understand what to do next or how to feel about what you're currently going through. Experience and trust, I think, is, is key in mentorship. The experience piece just speaks to finding somebody that's like to you and your individual. You want to ideally find a mentor that you can relate to. Uh, and then once you find that person that you can relate to, obviously you want to trust them to be able to 
be vulnerable, open up and share what you're going through to maybe get something in return that might help you again, better understand, think, behave and act in whatever that may be. So that's how I'm defining mentorship as a whole. So so obviously in that context, it makes sense that uh, some of the, my first mentors, at least, are, are, are my family, my mom and my dad uh, and my two sisters. And I guess to even expand upon that, when I'm looking at my mentors, I think it's often, you often, when you think of your mentors, like, oh, you have a single mentor in your life. And I don't know if that's fully true. I personally think that's not true. Let me be a little more certain and assertive with that. Why I don't think that's true. I don't think you have one individual mentor. I don't know. You're a multi-dimensional creature. You have all these different interests and things in your life that not everybody is a carbon copy of you. So when I'm looking for a mentor in in business, in work, in relationships, in in love, in sports, in all these things I might be interested in, I obviously want to look to a, an experienced and trusted advisor for that specific context. Uh, and you can have general mentors. That's where I think and why it starts with family. Uh, personally, like my mom and my dad, obviously, they're the first persons to, to give you various lessons and to let you explore, fail, come back to some things, but still be invested in your story at the end of the day. But then as it as you grow old, as you kind of get into more stories, if you will, uh, your friends become your mentors. I mean, maybe they're a little bit older than you or they've gone through some things, so you can look to them for guidance and consult. You have uh, professional elders, people that you just come across that are much, much older than you, but are become invested in your story and will be open enough and, and honest enough to, to share their genuine uh, advice. <laughs> uh, and, and last but certainly not least is uh, your, your peers. Your peers are people that are actually your age. They're going through the experience in the same way or in a very similar way as to you, but they're different people. And I, I do think you can look to your peers as mentors. You can look to them for for guidance and consult and almost create this little, I won't say cult, uh, but this community of mentors and mentees where everybody's helping one another. And I think the expression that really encapsulates mentorship as a whole is the rising tide lifts all boats. Came across that pretty pretty sure from Joe Rogan uh, a few months ago. He's just said it enough times where, I don't know, you invest and build a community around you and you invest in all of the mentees and you as a mentor and you being a mentee that if you create this community, you'll all learn and you'll all contribute to the development and growth of one another. And it just helps the entire tribe, the entire community. And I'd actually be amiss. I, I forgot a huge one. And this is more recent to me uh, in my 28 years. But the the most important mentor, I think, is you actually develop and, and grow is, is, is a partner, somebody that you love and cherish and share your life with. It's the person that knows your experience to the, to the, the greatest depths of yourself. Your, your chosen partner, the person that you love, can be a mentor in the same way that you can, you can be a mentor for them in the same way that they can be a mentor for you. And I think that's one of the most beautiful relationships is when you can find that yin and yang and where your strengths and weaknesses kind of complement one another. So you're constantly feeding into the development and growth of one another. So, I mean, my my journey with mentorship obviously didn't start with 
all those different elements. It started with my family and expanded to my friends as I, as I grew older, expanded into specific interests I found in life that be it school or, or martial arts or sports or video games or, or books or topics. You find mentors within those contexts. I mean, obviously, they've been there maybe before you and they can share some advice. And then if you're, if you're so lucky, over time, I mean, uh, maybe you find a partner that you can then start to generalize again and even get out of those specific contexts and share any and all of it. And then that's something beautiful. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of comment and speak to all those different mentors in my life and those parts of my community as I tackle those three topics I mentioned earlier on. Having somebody invest in your story, how to stay consistent and motivated, and last but certainly not least, you becoming a mentor and evolving in that specific domain yourself. So uh, when I say having somebody invested in your story, how and why is that important for, for mentorship and your personal development and growth. Uh, well, for starters, if you have somebody invested in your story, the only way you can potentially get somebody invested in your story is if they obviously have a similar interest or investment into whatever it is uh, you're looking mentorship, looking for mentorship about. They, I don't know, be it martial arts or golf or or. As you can see, that's the extent of who I am and what I care about <laughs> fighting and, and martial arts and, and golf. No, but you have different interests. And the only way you'll find somebody that gets to be invested in, in what you're doing and what you're trying to understand and better learn and grow through is if they've also gone through that as well. And and why I think this is important and a very important part of mentorship is is that relationship you have as a mentee to somebody that is now invested in your story. I think why, why it's a miss is that people don't realize that people really like helping people. One of the most impactful things that we strive for, or one of the most imp- things that one of the things that we all strive for is gratitude, right? We all want to be grateful and appreciative of what it is that we have. And I've thought about this often since hearing it on on Huberman Lab. He mentioned that gratitude, one of the the things that you notice where you have the highest uh, physiological difference and like huge positive affect from gratitude is is actually when you when you give gratitude it's not when you just express it or, or simply share that you're grateful but when you are put into a position of influencing another person and allowing somebody else to be uh, grateful that's that's the biggest way and the biggest uh, uptick we'll say from a, a dopamine level don't fucking know if, if if that's true in terms of dopamine, but uh, people really like helping people is the gist of it, right? Uh, if you give people an opportunity to help, more often than not, they'll pick up on it. People are are good. People like to people like to feel as if they're doing more than just for themselves. And it's interesting, and I think about it. One of the first sales tactics I learned this was way back when at Xerox. In the, the training academy, before I'd ever done a cold call or knocked on any door, the first script I learned from actually the sales trainer, I think she might still be there at Xerox, but Laura Anderson, she mentioned that uh, when she used to go in and she's trying to sell photocopiers, the, the talk track, the opening line wasn't like, knock, knock, knock. Uh, hey, can I speak to so-and-so? Or, hey, um, who's, who, who's going to buy this from me? Or whatever. Maybe it's like, hey, gatekeeper. I'm hoping you can help me out here. Pause. 
I don't know, that's putting somebody in a position of, hey, I'm hoping that you can be a mentor for me and you can kind of show me the way and show me the ropes. It's, I wouldn't say playing with people's emotions, uh, but it's tapping into a, a core element. People really want to help others. People like to help others. If you get somebody invested in your story, you might be successful in that story. And that goes from, sure, cold calling, but all the way up into all the different elements of your life. It's, it just makes it so much more rewarding. I, I share that because when you then are successful in, say, getting that A on your test and your mentor, your tutor, uh, that person that helped you better understand physics in grade nine, I mean, they saw you at the lowest of lows. They saw you when you first came in, kind of tail between your legs, saying, hey, I'm, I'm inexperienced, I'm naive, I'm failing, or I'm not 100% certain where to start. Can you help me out here? Here's what I've done. What, do, what would you do in my situation? Uh, when you go back then, say six months later, and you've worked with them and you've stayed consistent and disciplined and kind of taken some up uh, of what they've said, that person, that mentor is going to feel the same dopamine rush that you did because they felt as if they contributed. They're like, holy shit, I actually influenced this individual or this person so much so that my advice, my words, my ideas, my thoughts is what changed their life and helped them achieve and accomplish something. And that's like the network effect to a T, right? The more you give, uh, the more you can potentially receive in the long run. Uh, and you, you may not ever understand or see it, but come six months down the road, it might start come falling back to you. So uh, it's, it's a healthy reminder for me is that people like helping. And if you're vulnerable, if you're open up, if you open up, if you share your experience and thoughts, more often than not, if you find a trusted and experienced person in that domain or discipline, it just may come back full circle and it may help uh, you in the long run as well as that individual so if you get somebody invest in your story, congratulations. I mean, how do you do that though? Fuck. I don't want to, <laughs> how do you get somebody to invest in your story? I think that's it. I, I think it's simply, it's simple. It's as simple as being vulnerable and open and uh, sharing your story and, and putting yourself out there and asking. If I look back on my university days, I remember week one, I came across my sister actually put me in touch with this guy named Chris Infantry. And and Chris, uh, he was a senior when I was just coming in uh, at Carleton. And he was, he, he really, he sat down solely because he was my sister's friend. He sat down with me and was just giving me advice and sharing uh, his insight based off like, hey, Chris, this is what I'm going through. I'm just entering university. I think I want to be a doctor. What would you do in my situation? And he, he pretty much just pointed me in the direction of like, hey, you can investigate this. Hey, you can go look into this. Hey, you can go do this. And I don't know the answer, but this is based on my experience. And if you go through some of those things, you might find out and experience something to help attribute and fall up to your, your overall goal. Uh, and when I sat down with Chris, uh, I don't, he had nothing invested in it. He was solely doing it, again, because he was a friend of my sister. But it helped tremendously in, in me being open and vulnerable and sharing my story that then week one of me actually entering university, I had like six different contacts and six different paths to investigate and explore based off of somebody older than me said, hey, you should go look into this. And then going into all those different pathways, same thing. I'm like, all right, hey, I'm here. And I'm only here because Chris told me to do this. 
And now that I'm here, here's some of my goals. Here are some of my ambitions. Here's some of what I've failed and been successful in the past. How do I bridge the gap between where I am and where I'm, I'm wanting to go? Same thing, that next person, we'll, we'll call him Jeremy. He, he then pointed me in the direction of, hey, you can go investigate this. You can go investigate this. You can go look into this. And, and one of the important things there is that now I have this network effect of all these different people I'm looking into and people that I've shared my story with that when I achieve or when I actually find out about something or, or fail or succeed in something that they started the idea with, I don't know, people feel a little bit more proud and take a little bit of credit. And people like to, again, feel as if they are impacting more than just what they're doing in their day-to-day. So having somebody invest in your story is, is full-blown just the network effect. And how to do that, how to get somebody to invest in your story, just be open and vulnerable. I'd be, oh man, there's one mentor in my life. Uh, his name is, is John Nelson. And to this day, he's a, a trusted advisor in my life. I don't speak to him uh, as much as I did when we were in university because we'd, we'd work together weekly, not daily. But <laughs> I remember I met him. I stumbled across, or he he became invested in my story. Sitting down, I, I believe this was week one uh, in a science lecture hall. Uh, and it's, oh, that's what it was. It was science orientation. And he was uh, the coordinator for one of these science student success centers. And experienced and trusted advisors what I was looking to. And I remember sitting down and he's a Caribbean gentleman, not that, maybe not that much, maybe 10 years older than me. He looked young compared to all the different people in academia and, and administration at the time. And he, he, he just seemed a little bit more, I won't say amicable, but, but jovial compared to all of the other people that I've seen and interacted with in my short time at university at the, at the, at this time. And he, he was effectively just kind of touting uh, some of the ways and things you can uh, get involved or some of the things that you can, you can do in science. Like here, here are all the different pathways that you can explore. And it was interesting. I mean, shit, this is the, the first, this first place where I actually formalized mentorship was, was through John. Because how do you do this? How do you find a mentor? Again, you just got to put yourself out there and ask and you never know what will happen. I remember at the end of one of the presentations, and he effectively just shared a bunch of different things that you can do uh, at Carleton Science. I don't know what what came over me or why I did it. I think this might have been again because of Chris, and he was telling me, "Hey, you should you should be talking to people. You should be networking. You should be trying to understand all the different contexts and, and environments, university, and you'll learn that through the people." At the end of his presentation, I was like, "All right." really anxiously and nervously and butterflies because I don't know you you you're coming from a high school and going into this big university where I was like all right let me walk down the aisle and and just introduce myself hey John my name's Nick I thought your presentation was cool I'm also Caribbean want to chat <laughs> and I wouldn't recommend uh maybe doing a cold pitch or cold introduction in that in that aspect but I don't know maybe he saw something in me and that we're close enough inexperience and again people want to help people that start a relationship uh we set up some time to actually sit down and better understand and better introduce one another and it just became this this beautiful friendship yes but also mentorship and i started working with john at this science student success center why that entire center was based around mentorship and menteeship where you would effectively look for 
people within science as a first, second, third, and fourth year student that were coming after you and you would kind of show them the ropes and give them advice on classes, give them advice on extracurriculars, walk them through setting goals and staying committed to certain paths and really just investing in other people's stories. That was the entire premise. And you started out as like a first year rep and you then went on to be a second year rep. And all that to say, if, if, if you find somebody that'll be investing in your story in a similar experience, in a similar context, and they look and feel close enough to you, when you succeed or fail in all those aspects, again, rising tide lifts all boats. It's not just you going through that. Uh, and, and how that all happened solely by going up and introducing yourself, being vulnerable a little bit and saying, all right, what would you do if you were in my situation? Because people like to help people, you'll be surprised to see how you can individually grow uh, as well as like grow your community and grow all the people that are now invested in in you. That falls into, I don't know, once you once you once the wheel starts moving, you've pushed the ball, you got to keep the momentum going. And that's the the second thing about mentorship that that's really changed my life is it helps me stay consistent and me stay motivated. Why and how? Again, I don't know, man. As much as we tout discipline and habits and routine and building the systems to perform day in, day out, it's exhausting. And some days you you might just feel shit or something happened that came up out of the blue and you fall off the horse. And when you fall off the horse, and as an example, like I tried running daily earlier this year and I did it for... December to April, what, five months? It was so much easier when I had somebody else invested in my story that knew what my goal and ambition was and I looked to for for, for training and support. How? Why? I mean, the only way you can stay consistent and motivated and, and continue to achieve those goals is by having somebody invest in your story. And then once you have that person invest in your story, you're constantly sharing feedback. You're constantly following up with the results of what that advice was that they gave you. Why does it work? I mean, it shows you care. It shows that you took their words of wisdom for real. You wrote it down and you acted on it. You're not just walking the walk, but you're talking the talk as well. And if you're able to build a system of feedback, and that can come in a few different ways. I mean, maybe that's, hey, let's chat every week. Interestingly, that's like what a therapist might do. Uh, hey, let's build a system of feedback where I'm going to give you advice and consult as a mentor. You're going to come back to me next week, see how it was, and we'll rinse and repeat and we'll iterate. Uh, so maybe you chat every week. Maybe you write a report and share feedback on, on the experiment. Maybe you, yeah, maybe you just immediately include them in in the process of whatever whatever it is you're doing like running daily and say hey this is what happened what do you think mentorship doesn't happen once it's it's a relationship really and truly uh and that running daily i'll shout out one of my good friends grant as an example grant was one of my peers at work we came across that we both really appreciated and enjoyed running we found that we were learning and growing from it individually and in both now just sharing screenshots of our Strava runs as an example each day and saying, hey, here's what happened. What do you think? 
I don't know, you'd get back little comments or nudges like fucking rights, let's go. Or man, that was a tough one, but I'm really proud of you. Congratulations. Or dude, <laughs> check this out. Look what I found out about today. Point is now you have two brains. Two brains are greater than one. And those two brains are now tackling one problem and trying to figure out, hey, what next? What next? What next? And more than that, there were also days where it was low and we missed certain things. And it'd be a quick check-in like, hey, what's going on? Hey, you good? Hey, any way I can help and people want to help, that uh, it just makes it feel like less of a burden. And that, that sacrifice, that target you're aiming for isn't as insurmountable when you have more than just you. And if you diversify your portfolio, if you invest in multiple people, if you have all these different brains tackling all these different challenges and problems in in your individual life, it's not so hard when things start to fail because it's no longer just you. I think you are as great as the people around you and you want to surround yourself with people that inspire you and motivate you and mentor you and you mentor them. And when you do that, it allows everybody in that community to stay more consistent and motivated. And then in kind, after me, obviously sharing my running journey, Grant then goes off and does his own running journey. And I, I don't know, reciprocate the process and reciprocate what it is we were doing, again, to achieve certain goals. It's, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it's just, are you open? Are you vulnerable? Are you putting yourself out there? And if you are, you're going to find some people that also care about the, the 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 silly things that you might be doing. At least for you, it might seem silly. And then from there, you're going to grow together. And in growing together, you're going to learn together. You're going to fail together. You're going to succeed together. But you become more than just you and your individual experience. And whether you're extroverted or introverted, the more you put yourself out there, the more you come across people that look at the world in a similar way you do the more you'll learn more about yourself and achieve more of your potential. And it's, it, it's all about, I think, just creating, not release valves, but things, that, just systems. Systems that when shit hits the fan, worst case Ontario comes around, we're going to minimize the impact of however bad it could have been. And how and what that looks like, I don't know, the people around you, that also collectively invest in your story, that also collectively share in, in whatever it is you are trying to accomplish or perform in, that once you give them feedback and you give one another feedback of, hey, wrote down what you said, here's what happened, well, we're going to tweak and adjust. It's an iterative process. People like to continue, continue and keep the momentum going. Uh, so if you get more people involved, if you get more than just you, you're going to stay more consistent. You're going to stay motivated because actually missing a huge piece here, guilt. <laughs> I find guilt is a, uh, I don't know, maybe, and again, maybe this is just me, but sharing, maybe this is, this might resonate with you. Guilt helps me so much. Guilt helps me so much because I'm a, I'm a social creature. Yes. I'm, I'm maybe more extroverted, but now that you're invested in my story, and you've vocalized and shared with me that, hey, I'm committed and I think this is interesting and I want to see what happens and here's what I think. Go check it out. If I don't do something or I, I don't act on some of what we discussed, would be like, hey, here's the best next step. Oh, boy. When I'm sitting down and I'm not doing what was advised, it's just running through my head like, shit, I'm going to have to go back to this person now. And I'm going to say, hey, dude, I didn't do it. 
I did it because of I was lazy or I didn't do it because I prioritized something else or, or whatever it may be. Now it's just, I got to tuck my tail between my legs and admit defeat. And I hate that feeling more than anything. So be that through, through John or Grant, my girlfriend, my mom or my dad or my sister or any of my friends, it's, it's, hey, you've invested in my story. I've cared about what you've said so much so that I, I had to act on it. And if I didn't act on it, I have nobody to blame but myself. Uh, and I want to avoid that. So I'm going to act on it. And here's actually what happened. I don't know, man. I really don't know. But uh, mentorship, the people around you, they'll help you achieve more goals. And, and it's the same thing that I tried to, try to, not tried, try to impart and build in all the different groups that I work with. If I'm leading a sales team, hey guys, you might be really fucking great as an individual. You might be really great as an individual. You might, I don't care. None of us should care because we're only as good as we are as, as a unit. Six brains is better than one. That was always the adage where I want all of us to share our successes, our failures, and be as open, as transparent, and vulnerable in all of what we're experiencing Sure, professionally, if you're as open to it personally as well, because again, we're multidimensional creatures. So the more we share with one another, the more we'll all grow collectively uh, and the more we achieved. So in in creating a culture and a community of like, hey, you're as good as your peer. You're as, as good as all of those around you. Everybody gets invested in one another's story. And now we all achieve so much greater because, yeah, you might be good as an individual, but I guarantee if we take three average Joe Schmoes, those three average Oshmos that work together as a unit, they experience and explore more and fail more and succeed more. They'll be better than the individual things that you might have been able to do. Uh, and I've, I've just seen that work out time and time again, both professionally, both personally in terms of like sports. And I don't know, you can see it in, in, in various professional teams where soccer or basketball, some of the greats were the, the team of Brazil in 1960, whatever. They were great, not because of one specific individual, but be how they worked as a unit, the feedback that they gave one another, the shared experiments they all ran together, the shared uh, communication. They all, it, it, was, it all comes down to the people as a unit as opposed to the individuals. And they all worked and probably achieved more. Why? Because they stayed consistent. They stayed motivated. They were all invested in one another. And kind, of course, they accomplished more. That's why I think just like humans as a whole – it's sad that we're just always at each other's throats and and politically we're just tribal and we just don't like, I don't know, man, I'll go off on a tangent, but people want to help one another. Be open with your experience and people will come around to investing in your story and you learning more about that. And And that leads to not where I'm at today, but ideally where I'd like to go. And I've experienced this in certain aspects, but I want to experience this more, is you have a specific interest, sales, golf, martial arts, relationships, anything you want to take, right? Once you hit a certain milestone or get to a certain place, you've put in enough reps and you've shared your story of like, hey, this is what I'm doing or I've done. People will come across it, and if they've experienced something similar, they may tune in and try to pick out, like, hey, how could I take some of their experience and make my experience better? And this is where I think all, uh, ideally, mentorship evolves into, is 
that the, 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 the student has become the master. I think true mentorship becomes uh, self-service. Once you feel confident that you've made enough mistakes and you've spent time with your mentor, people will start to look to you for advice and the next generation will look to you. And, and then you're put into a position of, well, now you can be the mentor and maybe share some of your lessons to that now uh, new person coming in. And I share that this is maybe the last step of mentorship, at least it's been for me to date, because I think that there's no better way to learn than to teach. And I can share an experience of like how I've, I've, I've seen that personally and professionally, but there's no better way to learn than to teach. And in trying to look for people around me that'll maybe help me out and give me consult and guidance of like, hey, this is how you can continue to learn, grow and develop. When you're teaching a, a new person some of what you've learned already, you start to better understand the first principles and you start to better understand like, hey, this is actually what I learned and what I experienced. And maybe you cut out some of the fluff and get to the core of it all. So that person after you learns it even faster and the next generation iterates and becomes better and better and better. Now, how have I seen that? What's a, an example of that? I've shared this before, but it's it's the same thing. We're like chicken my head cut off in sales or or chicken my head cut off in martial arts and didn't know why certain things were working. I didn't know why when I said X, I would get Y as an outcome. I just kind of blindly trusted some of my superiors and I said, all right, well, I mean, they've seen success. They've done this before. Let me just see what happens and got specific outcomes, never knew why. Now, when I'm in a position where I have to take on uh, a new person who might have a very different experience than me, I have to go back and reflect of like, all right, well, what did I learn? What did I fail through? And what do I want to like filter out just to say, all right, this is the core message. This is what I need you to focus on. And just individually going through that process and trying to be a mentor, individually going through that process and trying to think like, all right, what is the brass tacks of this? And how will this person get this maybe better than I did when I first started? Well, you actually become even and more better at it because you've now even reflected and thought and analyzed that process more so. I mean, if you if I look back and think of my karate experience as an example, I stopped at brown belt. I never actually got my black belt. And, and one of the things that you needed to do to accomplish and get your black belt was you needed to put in X amount of hours of teaching and coaching white, yellow, orange, green, blue belts, all the juniors around you to be able to even be eligible for your black belt. And I had done all the tests. I had done all the personal pressure tests, if you will, of like, hey, do you know enough? Have you practiced enough? Have you put enough, enough of your reps to, to qualify for this black belt? But I hadn't gone through the most important piece of, of evolution is like, all right, now that you have this wisdom that you've put in your reps, can you show somebody else how to do it. And if you're successful there, well, then you might become a true mentor, a true master, a true sensei. And it's actually when you become a black belt in first degree, that's when your journey really begins. True mastery is self-service. And that's, that's a, a quote direct from the great Bruce Lee, where you will better understand, you will better perform, you will better grow and develop in service to others. And that's why you see all these greats and all these professionals at the end of their careers or whatever it may be, they then go and try to step into a position of mentorship or coaching. Why? Selfishly, they're, they're, I guarantee you they're learning more about themselves. 
and they're actually still trying to unlock more of their potential. And and yeah, so I've, I've shared like how I've come across uh, and learned more about sales as an example, but it continues, right? You invest in other people's stories, you invest in their success and their failures, and you give advice, and you never know when it's going to come around to influence you again. And it feels so damn good when you didn't even realize some of the things you said or shared or ideas that you opened up to the world about. They come back to you two years later, like, dude, you don't realize this, but when you mentioned A, B, C, and D, it was formative for me. And I changed the entire trajectory or path that I was exploring because I trusted you. I looked to your experience and wisdom and, and Hey, here's what I found out. And what's, what's cool is that oftentimes you try to surround yourself with people that inspire you, motivate you, fuck, they're doing it better than you. And then you get back to the position of being a student again, because they've maybe outperformed you and they found out about all these different things because they learned faster than you. They explored more. And, and now you get to start the process all over again. And you get to learn more about whatever it is that they've now unlocked for you. So it's like this, it's this evolution, this cycle of being junior, putting in your reps, slowly becoming and earning enough where somebody just starting out might look to you for guidance and wisdom. You coach, you mentor, and then they might surpass you and you go back into this junior position to start all over again. And it keeps going. That's how you just continue perpetually evolving and perpetually growing is by giving or by, by of course, putting yourself out there, asking, taking something on, putting in some work and effort, maybe giving it out of all the lessons you've taken on and coming back full circle. And I'll tell you candidly, by the way, that's part of this podcast. Part of me sharing my thoughts and ideas. And sometimes I'm saying some shit where I'm like, dude, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. But I feel as if, and I know as if that if I continue to be consistent and just put myself out there and share some of my thoughts and ideas, I never know what I'm going to come across. Never know who this might resonate with. And, and it might bless me with an opportunity to continue to learn, grow, and adapt. Or continue to uh, mentor and find out more about myself. And, and so, so I've spoken about three things, right? Having somebody invest in your story. Staying consistent and motivated. And then mentorship becoming self-service and mastery. And the one that I think uh, really allows to, to just encapsulate all of those in one forever is a life partner. And if you are so lucky to find somebody that you connect to on a deep level, it becomes all the more fulfilling and rewarding when you get to do that daily. And I don't know, I've been, <laughs> I won't say a commitment phobe. But I've been very selfish in a lot of my time and resources and my individual experience that I did never want to share that with somebody else. And I always had the attitude that any partner that I took on uh, and, and opened myself up to, I had to learn something from them. And I'd maybe be with them for uh, a while or a little, a little a short stint, but I always took the mindset of as long as I'm learning taking something from that relationship and individually growing, well... I'm all for it because I came out on the other side, even if it, it ended in turmoil or whatever, maybe I came out better, stronger, faster than when I went into it. I learned something. That was my attitude, right? And now I'm lucky enough to, to have a, a partner who cares deeply about me and, and trusts me and looks to me for specific 
specific needs and I look to, to, to her for specific needs that now, I don't know, this, this, this feedback loop that we have going on, it's just so much, it's, it, it feels so much more powerful than just me and my individual experience and, and why I love my partner as an example is her strengths complement my weaknesses and my weaknesses complement her strengths. And the only way that we continue to grow, evolve and adapt together is through communication, open and honest. And in doing so, we're both more consistent and motivated and invested in one another. And I feel as if we're both uh, growing faster together. The, The sum of the whole is greater than the individual parts. Two is better than one that I don't feel helpless or needless without her. I I think we are like two trees growing side by side. And as we continue to grow and flourish and become this beautiful oak tree or maple tree side by side, it's like our core roots and what's all of underground that nobody can really see or understand or feel because that's intimate and shared between the two of us. uh, And we've put in the work that now these two oak and maple trees are too fortuitous uh, resilient things. I think that's just a, uh, that's just any relationship, right? That's just an example of what you can do with anybody, your family, your friends, your professionals, your peers. If you invest in them as they do you, you're going to stay more consistent. You're going to stay motivated and you're going to continue to learn and grow and develop. And I think that's what it's all about. It's the people around you. It's not just your own individual story. And it just makes it all the more fulfilling. I sound fucking hippy dippy and I'm going off on all these tangents, but I don't know. You, you can say you don't fear death, right? But what you, you do fear is like maybe the, the death and the feelings and the emotions of people around you and what they might experience. It's just so fleeting this life and, and you just want it to be impactful and meaningful and you want to find purpose And I think that comes to the people around you. I think that comes to the relationships that you come across. Uh, It might only be 80 years. It might only be 100 years. It might only be 28 or 29 years. Let's let's knock on wood there that you're you're granted. Uh, But you can make the most out of it by being open and vulnerable and sharing your story and experience. And and you might find uh, those mentors and you might be a mentee yourself. And you you just might unlock more of it by expanding your network, by expanding your community. I don't know. This one was a little bit all over the place, folks. So if you're still here, thank you, man. I appreciate you. The the the, the process today, we'll come back to it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to reflect and think about this one some more. But for all of my mentors out there, you, you know who you are. Ideally, I've expressed that to you, uh, that you are a mentor and a trusted advisor and a consult. And if I haven't, call me out and I'll let you know because uh, my success is my experience is all of what I'm going through is just as much yours as it is mine. I, I, I sincerely mean that I, I'd be nothing without you, right? My experience and all of this comes from, comes from any small input you might have given me when you didn't have to. Uh, and, and I really think that's what it's all about. So thank you all. I appreciate you. And, and so words of wisdom for, for next week, carpe diem, seize the day. Just be grateful, man. Just be grateful. You'll you have a beautiful opportunity in front of you. You're going to impress and motivate the people that are invested in your story. And you're going to accomplish great things. 
as small or as large as it may be, even if it's just getting up out of bed or if it's winning and closing that big deal or if it's uh, accomplishing that goal that you've set your mind out to 10, 15 years ago, you're going to do it because people around you are, are forever impressed by you. So make them proud. Gang, gang. <laughs>